Use use it all. Use all that 139 oh, horsepower. I'm not in the right drive mode. There we go. It doesn't matter. Just change the throttle response anyway. Still only 139 horsepower. That's all you got. Uh, new from the KN Motor Company is the Nero. This is the SX. KN Motor Company. Sorry. Is it KN? It's not KN. <laughs> if only they put the little thing on the end of their new Kia logo. The little just it's a, a little tiny blade on the end of the A. It's a great logo. We actually really like it as it is. But there has been a plague of people looking up KN Motor Company because they can't read Kia. Yeah. This is the Nero. Mm -hmm. This is the vehicle that Kia has put a lot into as far as trim levels and choices of powertrains. More so than many cars I've ever experienced. Yes, there's, there's, there's a lot so of choice. many variants of this, yes. So we're in the HEV. This is the hybrid EV. It does have a 1.6 liter four cylinder. And as Todd said, with a 32 kilowatt motor, it's got 139 whole horsepower and 195 pound-feet of torque. But then you can move to the PHEV, which mm. bumps you up in horsepower, thank goodness. Yes. 180, right? 180 horsepower in that one, yeah. And of course it's plug-in hybrid, so it'll yeah. do like 33 miles of all electric, but that's not what this one is. No. This is still the upper level trim of the hybrid only version which has that 1.6 liter, which that 1.6 liter has been problematic for Hyundai in turbo form. This is not this turbo This is not here. turbo, this is hybrid. Yeah, so it's we're hybrid. better off, yeah. So then you go all the way to the full EV mode, the full EV version of the Nero, which is 201 horsepower, and uh, everything about it remains the same, except for the five trim levels on the lower HEV trim levels, and then in the PHEV and the EV, you get wind and wave trim levels. There's a lot going on. I'm, 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 my brain hurts. It hurts your There's brain. There's a lot. Yeah. There's, there, there, this is it the, hurts your we, brain. We have a Nero for you is the takeaway. <laughs> Here we go. Whoa. See? You're in sport mode. I I'm can tell because the gauges are red. They're well, the red. gauge cluster is red. It's not actually gauges. Well, the drive mode button is down here on the steering wheel. You don't mm -hmm. see that very often. It's, yeah, it's a little tongue sticking off yes. the edge of the horn pad. And you have <laughs> to search the for pad. it. There you go. Got it. Like it. So this... Uh, this little car, I thought, you know, I think it's going to be pretty good. And here, Kia is trying to do the Prius thing because the big story is, of course, mileage. Yes. With this powertrain, with all yes. these powertrains, mm -hmm. they want you to know that you'll get good gas mileage. Yes. And you do. Mm -hmm. You've been driving around. You've been getting 45 or so, right? Well, but see, that's the thing. A lot of the bragging of this car is that it gets into the 50s. Most actual usage or mileage will actually vary because most actual usage seems to be high 40s. Now, high 40s is not the rash. High 40s is not bad, but this car in its lifespan, before we even had it, has run about mid 40s. So, okay, that's all right. Depending on how you use it, you might break into the 50s, but we are talking about yeah. a lot of good gas mileage either way, though. And this is absolutely a Prius competitor with a different package. Yeah, it is. I'm back to eco mode. That's yes. all you get is eco and sport. Mm -hmm. and it's a so throttle position. It, it throttle, throttle really is. It doesn't change, yeah. change anything else. That's really all Which it is does. fine. Yeah. I mean, you can feel the power just die. Not that there was a lot to begin with. There really wasn't, yeah. But yeah, the mileage is actually pretty great mm -hmm. because with 16-inch wheels and tires, Kia claims 53 MPG. Well... We don't have those. You don't have 16-inch wheels and tires. And... You know, that's a that's a choice because uh, not a lot of manufacturers, not a lot of tire companies make 16s anymore. It's hard anymore. to get 16s, yes. So I understand that you're chasing MPG, but to get there, you had to compromise, and you're making it harder for your mm -hmm. customers to actually find tires. Not that you're going to wear them out quickly because, again, not a lot of power. <laughs> that's fair. You're not, yeah, those tires are going to last you a long time. I guess, I guess that's point. what they're counting on. That's true. But you don't want to find a 10-year-old date code on your tires. Anyway, I like the mileage. And I was liking driving this around. And 
the thing that stood out to me was the damping of the suspension. Mm, okay. Because even though this is about 3,200 pounds or just over. Well, think about that. Hang on. 3,200 pounds in the modern time? That's a light car. That's a light car, yeah. We, we are in so many things where 4,200, 4,500 is becoming commonplace. Yeah, especially with the battery on board. CUVs, and, you know, SUVs like are yeah. regularly 3,800 and above. This is 3,200 pounds, which in modern cars is a lightweight. It is. It is. Go on. So I was noticing this damping, the suspension damping, and it was actually really good. And I'm talking about the damping, not the body roll itself. It's almost subscribing to the Audi, you know, stiff damper, soft springs, kind okay. of, right. you know, through, through corners here, you, you're going to hate yourself. There's roll. There, there's a you're not going to like yeah. it very much. It's not a performance car. Yeah. It really isn't. But then the highway ride was really excellent. Agreed. And it felt like a longer wheelbase and a heavier car than it actually is. Yes. It, it, it actually it doesn't get I thrown around it. on the road at all in spite of that lightweight. And yet, I, I, I totally agree with you. I was kind of enjoying it. And the sport mode actually on flat ground gives you, well, it makes the car move. At yes. least the car moves. Okay? It, it, pays, it pays attention. But then the big problem was up a long canyon. It was up Interstate 80, mm. coming to Park City, going eastbound, and this long hill. I was I was holding my speed the whole way, and with this six-speed dual clutch, it would not shift down. Oh, it really? refused. I was stuck in fourth. Oh, wow. I had to pull over to the third lane, which meant I was going under 60 miles an hour. The T-handle was not paying attention. Yeah. And it wouldn't let me downshift. I tried paddles. I tried T-handle. I tried cursing and screaming at the car. That didn't work, surprisingly. That doesn't work, yeah. And I could not get any power up the hill. It almost sensed like I was about to thrash the cheese out of it. Talk about a hybrid with a dual clutch, though. That's rare. Yeah, that is rare. I mean, that's kind of a Kia signature thing. It is. That's kind of surprising. So... I, I really liked it up until that point, but then, of course, once you crest the hill, then you've got momentum and you're good again. And then you're back to thinking about fuel economy, which, again, is where this car shines, and that is why you buy it. Mm -hmm. So I, I mostly like the car. I just needed to have more power. Mm -hmm. But then again, you can get the upper two trim levels and solve that. True. The problem is price, because yep. Yep. as spec, this is the SX, mm -hmm. and it's 36000 and change. It is, yes. Which... Is uh, pricing is very carefully looked at by all OEMs <laughs> to be right in the sweet spot of all their competition and what they think customers are going to pay for what they get. But I will always, always trade efficiency for power, especially in a situation like that, because sure. I yeah. was suddenly the slow-moving, traffic-creating problem sure. going up a hill. You were the traffic cone. I yeah. was the traffic cone. Yeah, I get and it. And it didn't feel too good because, you know, we are usually the people doing the passing. And yeah, we're the ones you probably are traversing too. the cones, yes. So, yeah. I will always, I was thinking, I would rather have the power, mm -hmm. and I will give up some of that efficiency to give me the power, and I could not make this thing downshift. In sport mode, you're just getting the engine to rev a little bit more and it's, it, it, using all of that 139. It's not muting the throttle anymore is what's really happening. Yeah. That's really all that's going on. So fine. But again, the story is MPG in a styling that reminds me entirely of a Golf. Oh, sure. Well, this looks like a hatch. It absolutely looks like a hatch. I looked up Volkswagen Golf GTI specs. And oh, it turns out that this is kind of close, but the proportions are there. Yes. Because this is six inches longer than a GTI. The okay. wheelbase is only four inches longer. But you look at this uh, this styling element back there. Can we just call it a side blade? We can call it a side blade. Because somebody, sort of like somebody had Audi R8s on the mood board. I'm just saying. Somebody did. <laughs> I hear you. 
this the styling instantly reminded me of a GTI with that dog leg shape back there yeah, that now sure. you can pay $195 sure. extra to have painted black. But as it turns out, it helps with airflow. It's not just your average GTI side blade back there. <laughs> it actually assists you with airflow. Okay. Which, uh, you know, that's all very exciting. Kia writes about this car and says, this is Opposites United is the theme. And there's a nature theme really? involved. Okay. Right. Despite the green color being called Cityscape Green, which we both disagree with. It should be like... Cityscape is a gray. It's gray. What is your cityscape? It's, it's not green. Concrete. I mean, mountain right. green, field it's green. Not cityscape. They should have called. High alpine green. And asked us for help with the color name. Cityscape gray. It should gray. be gray with graffiti and maybe glue some broken glass to it and some trash. And that will be cityscape. Got it. Okay. Otherwise, it's fine. And I like the styling, but clearly Kia was influenced by the GTI because yeah. this is a hatchback. This it is a totally GTI. Is. Look totally around is. the car. Now, in keeping with that Volkswagen GTI theme, they call the DRLs a heartbeat shape. Oh, interesting. Okay. Just like those yeah, 80s yeah, yeah. Volkswagens, yeah, yeah. the GTIs who had that heartbeat sticker and the louvers on the back window. Remember the heartbeat on GTIs? Point. Yeah, okay, all right. Heartbeat DRLs to make it exciting. And the GTI rear side blade, they call it joy for reason. I'm I'm not kidding. Joy for reason is the joy, term. Joy for what reason? I don't know. They oh, don't explain. Okay, they don't right. further explain. Oh, they just okay. say joy for reason joy for is reason. the reason yes. for having this side blade and especially painted a different color. And that's what makes it stand out. But the proportions are there. The wheelbase mm -hmm. is slightly too long. But what that makes is a bigger interior compartment and Kia claims, gosh, eight cubic feet more interior space and 50% more rear cargo than a Tesla Model 3. You you and I are big guys. We have lots of headroom. The back seats have got decent leg room. I mean, this isn't like a huge car, so you can't be expecting grandiose space, but at the same time, They've done a really good job with the space available in here. They have. It's actually roomy. It actually has more space in the back than the new Prius does, you know? The problem is, now imagine adults filling it with about 800 pounds of people. Well, now we have a, we have and, a definite power. And issue. then you, you match that against the 139 horsepower that this has. That's not enough. And then you add a hill. And, and you're bags gonna, in the back. Yeah. You're going to be the traffic. Yeah, you are. People will be cursing you're your right. name. So that, to me, is a problem. I'm, I, again, I will always trade efficiency for power. But then you jump into the inside and you look around and this is actually interesting. The style is really kind mm -hmm. of engaging and mm -hmm. clean and nice and there's good intersecting lines. And I do like the harmonious theme here, except that Kia claims this is all inspired by nature. They just don't tell you what part of nature. Yeah, I don't feel nature in here. I'm not, I'm not yeah. sensing nature, exterior or interior, mm -hmm. but there's, it, it's always good for marketing people to run home to inspired by nature. Is it the hind leg of a tiger crouching? We got the tiger nose grill <laughs> and the tiger, that's, <laughs> they don't tell you. But the headliner is recycled wallpaper and the seats, these, this is 10 cell made out of eucalyptus leaves. Okay, well, you know. So right. there's uh, a lot of good materials in here. Yes. I actually do like the execution. The T-handle looks very dated in here, but you can opt for the uh, the circular, the rotary. The, the rotary now. is available. We don't have that in this, but yeah. But the piano black is not happening. Yeah, it doesn't really look good, and it just gets dirty and scratched. So Well, and then it today. reflects light, because it's almost flat. It so the sunlight that. comes in the, steering, it it, in the windshield, and it, it hurts. But I'm sitting here going, 
where have I had this feeling before? This is a GTI. Yeah. This is Kia doing a Volkswagen Golf. But we've said this before. All small SUVs are really just slightly listed, lifted hatchbacks, but nobody's allowed to sell a wagon or a hatchback in the States. <laughs> Do not dare but call SUV, it. CUVs, yeah. we can't make them fast enough. So we've called this, which is clearly a hatchback, our base SUV, and it will sell. It'll sell, you know, even despite this kind of power, but, uh, you know, good amenities. I actually kind of like the, uh, the, the HVAC controls down here. I do too. I, that you look They're at them and it looks, it looks like a haptic screen down there that has just all of your HVAC, but then it has a switch over and it also becomes all of your media mm -hmm. here with buttons and all of it changes. The whole face changes. I'm actually very impressed with that. That has nothing to do with the screen above, which of course to do Apple CarPlay and all kinds of things. So, I mean, you can actually get good technology in here that's easy to use. And yeah, it makes the sense. problem is most of the time we have one of the above. Easy to use, technology's not great. Good technology, hard to use. This is actually they done both. Fit. This they've done a really good job here. I think the vents are too low and they don't blow quite enough air. I'm sorry. This from the Texan. The, I'm telling you, the, 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 it's you. summertime again and we yeah. need a little bit more cooling. I, I agree. But, Actually, on the, the hottest of days when this has been sitting a little bit, the air conditioner is severely lacking. It takes some time to catch up. It yeah. robs a lot of power from the engine, actually. Which it doesn't it's, have the extra power to give. It does not yeah. have yeah. to give up. <laughs> yeah, this is the problem. All right, are you, uh, are you ready to I'm experience the, ready to drive. the magic? I'm ready I'm ready to bask in the cityscape. Gray. I mean, green. It should be gray with graffiti. It should be gray. It should be gray. Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, ArmorAll, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every $20 you spend on ArmorAll products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at ArmorAll.com. ArmorAll, less work, more clean. Terms apply. You're sitting on recycled eucalyptus leaves that are eaten by sloths. That's all I can think of when it's it comes just, to power. It's just slowly processed <laughs> by a slow animal. Slow. And now it's in a slow car. So there's synergy Fine. there, buddy. That was really good planning. Synergy. It's all we're just it's taking all, it easy. But, but you know, but you know, I want I want to I want to put this in its place. And and I think here's here's the thing. Obviously, we're guys that like to drive. We like performance vehicles. All this kind of reality. Ooh, I'm in sport mode already. Yay! The, I just thought I'd leave it there for you. Didn't. The thing Extract. is, the Nero is is no longer available anything but at least hybrid. The place this shines, honestly, is as a Prius Alt. It really, yeah, and, I agree. It really and does. And we like the new Prius, so you can see those videos as well on our channel. If, if you're looking for a hybrid at all, try Auto Tempest. Autotempest.com, you can find all kinds of hybrids. You like the Nero, you like the Prius, you like old hybrids, new hybrids. You're looking for an EV, a PHEV. Autotempest.com is the place you can find all cars with one search. If you're now looking for a Nero, you can find all the generations, but you can find these two even at dealers. So use autotempest.com slash everyday. The thing here is this, look, it, it does feel underpowered, but it is a more usable shape than the new Prius. And I like the new Prius uh, a lot. That's good, But it's yeah. a much more yeah, yeah. usable shape. It's got more space in the back. It has a hatchback actual shape in the back that has more space as well. So if you like hatches, that usability of a, can I say wagon? Okay, I'll, I'll go this way. If you like the usability of a CUV, 
Yeah, it's a hatch. Anyway, reading so, too many marketing uh, briefs. I, I have been reading way too many. <laughs> but but this has that good usability of cargo space, usability of people. The downside to it definitely is power. But let's put it another way: prior to this latest version of the Prius, the Prius was also always underpowered. So in a good hybrid point. world, when good you're points. shopping hybrid, power is less important than the economy. I wish this got the stellar low to mid 50s economy that the Prius does. This doesn't do that well. But mid to high 40s is excellent, is yeah. hard to find in the market. Most most people can get into the 30s, but mid to high 40s, that is a rare world. And it this is. is a different, more usable shape for some people. But it's mid to high 40s consistently. It's almost yes. all the time, no yes, matter yes, what yes. kind of driving. If you're I thrashing it up a hill, if you're coasting yes. downhill, it averages out to be always kind of just mid 40s, which yep. makes this a great commuter and mm -hmm. actually fits your life for many reasons. It's just you're going to have to die to the... I, I have a lot of power. You're just gonna have to die to that not desire happening. in your life. Go around, sir. Go just around. Let Get your, right. Go around. Let your dreams die. Just <laughs> the power dreams. No. This is obviously front-wheel drive. Oh yeah. As you drive it, and this was true for Priuses as well. As you drive it, you can tell that the back half of the car is very light and just being used to hold itself off the pavement. <laughs> the front half of the car is doing sure. all of the skis, stuff. Skis, skateboards, it could be skis. just yes. holding the back end of the Little car. Little grocery wheels, anything but could go along <laughs> back there. Caster wheels. Because everything is going on in the front half, and you could feel that all the time. That's not. Right. Like, this is not a slight. It's just a reality of the fact that there's nothing's been done to try to make this fun to drive or to balance the driving experience. But that's not what it's about. No. It obviously has body roll when you turn it of course it does this is not a car to thrash it doesn't have the power for to thrash handle no, I mean, yeah seriously so you're going to throw it into a corner and you're going to be like that's a lot of body roll <laughs> that's but that's okay that's okay so I, I think if you're shopping for this you're watching this probably because you're interested in a hybrid Kia Niro and I think it is going to frankly surprise and impress you I agree in I that agree. shopping yeah. headspace yeah. the reality is though if you're shopping just I'd like a small SUV now you're in trouble because oh, you got things yeah, like the yeah. Mazda CX-30, sure, okay? sure. which is much more dynamic than this, is much more interesting to look at, much more interesting to drive, but... Joy for reason. Don't you like looking at the <coughs> but side blade? You're probably not going to cross shop that if you're concerned about miles per gallon. So you have to think about, or I have to think about, the person in the market that this that is probably looking at this. Frankly, my parents, who are right now kind of shopping for a hybrid, this is a fantastic candidate for them. They don't need a lot oh, of power. Yeah, you showed this to them. That's that's not who they are. Yeah. They don't need a lot of power. They like a lot of good gas mileage. It's like a usable shape. It's checking every single box there you can think of. So who are you as a shopper? What are you looking for? Because Kia also has done that thing where there's a lot of tech in here. You're going to feel very modern as far as the way you interact with the car, the fact that it does Apple CarPlay, Android Auto. All of that's going to feel latest and greatest and work really well. The materials, in spite of being all the recycled materials, a lot of times you get in cars and it's that way and you're like, None of this is nice, though. Well, this still feels they, they all right. Won't, they might not hold up long term. Yes. But that's not what this feels like. So you have to figure out who you are and what you're shopping for. I think that the, pow the power is it's underpowered. But how are you using it? We're in a high mountain area. Fair, fair. And we aren't using it as a commute car. We don't think like commuters. So if you're using it as a we commute think about car. about passing everyone all yes, the time. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. So, yeah. so how are you using this okay. car probably is enough for those scenarios. Now, I personally, I would go up to the plug-in hybrid. But fair. This yeah. is already thirty-six grand. I think where this shines, this is the SX Touring or whatever. Where this shines is about the EX trim, like low thirties, 
which is most yeah. of this. At low 30s, it feels worth it. At 36, I start to go, I don't know. Well, and if plug-in hybrid touches 40, that's are, a bit of a problem. Those are 40 on Kia's website. I know. Which I know. makes it like, all right, you're committing to that and yes. you're going to keep it hopefully long-term. And I mean, you get 33 well, miles of all electric, which is most people's reality. So you probably would use it as an electric car most of the time. So maybe that'll offset sure. and they'll be happy about it. It's not sporty. Can I take the pickup? I'm sure I can. can well, I'll you? Give it, I'll give Are it you floored? Or I am See, utterly he's floored. Take you. I'm utterly floored, and he's still walking away uh-huh. in the slow lane. That's okay. All right. You know, I like how this rides and drives. It actually look for for a it's commute really vehicle. Good. It's a it's a real victory as a commute vehicle. As a hybrid, it works well. I don't have issues with that. As anything with a sporting character, it doesn't have that at all. Or street racing no, trucks no, with a lot of power. No. No. This is not your car. Not your drag platform. Yeah, no. Doesn't come no, in a 2JZ. You'll, you'll lose a lot. Doesn't have big back tires. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Bad for dragging. 